0: This is your strange and beautiful life. Hi, everybody, and welcome to This is Your Strange and Beautiful Life. My name is Erica J. Schmidt, and on my podcast, I talk to people who may or may not have had the chance to transform their lives into spectacular TED Talks. So we've had a snoozy month or two. Well, we've been very, very busy, but this is the first episode after a small break. And I have my dear friend and greatest fan, and just like everybody needs an Alexia. So here she is. Alexia Cote is here and we have a very special all advice episode and... Alexia, say hi, and then we're going to have a really <laughs> quick and very fun break. Okay, hi. Hi. She's here. She can't wait. We just had two minutes of silence together, which went very, very well. It, it could have gone
1: very poorly.
0: It, it started off very poorly. We had two minutes of giggling and then two minutes of silence, and so, yeah, it went It went excellent. We nailed it. Uh, and now we're going to have a very quick and very fun break, and we'll be right back. So... Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you on the other side. Uh, So this is our very fun break. It's happening right now. So what we want to tell you during the fun break is Alexia, What should people do to support This Is Your Strange and Beautiful
1: Life? They should follow the podcast. They should like the podcast. They should leave a review at the podcast. I left a review, I think.
0: You did? I did. I didn't read your review. Oh, I I didn't write anything, but I put five stars. Okay, five stars is good. And if you want to join the likes of James Junkster and maybe one other person, you could (laughs) leave a kind and enthusiastic review. It makes a world of difference. And if you are an Apple podcast follower, there's been some sort of algorithm settings thing that anyways, you may have gotten knocked off the followers list. So Ooh. resubscribe because yes. that makes all the difference. Also, you should follow Erica J. Schmidt on Instagram. Yeah, there's dots between the Erica and the J and the J and the Schmidt. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. I'm a low-grade blast, I would say, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> not like Alexia. Alexia, you are a high grade blast.
1: I I was okay, so I don't know if you remember this, but last time I came on the podcast, you were like, "Where can we follow you?" and I was like, I really got to get on that. And I did. My friend my friend Alexia, I sound like I'm talking about myself in the third person, but I actually have a friend named Alexia and she helped me with my my socials and look at me now yeah you're at side alexia right at side alexia she posts like every
0: five minutes that's not really true but (laughs) very professional yeah i i well it's thanks to her she gave me like a good format and i we love so you have an alexia in your life i do okay so i'm really pleased about that Um, So, yes, follow me and Alexia. That's very important. The other part of this very quick and very fun break is that we get support from Confabulation Montreal. We love confabulation and confabulation loves us. So if you like, if you are wondering what storytelling is, if you would like to see people share real life stories, true as they can tell them, meet a bunch of fun people, have a humanizing experience you should go visit confabulation.ca or check out confab stories on Instagram or Facebook. They have some shows coming up. You will have so much fun and you might see me and Alexia. It's almost It's very likely you'll you'll see either of us. It's almost guaranteed you'll see both of us. We always wear our best outfits when we go to
1: confabulation. I I buy outfits just to go to confab Wow. I know. Okay. I'm, but I'm a huge fashionista. I, l- I love going shopping. Yeah. And I like showing off my
0: new outfits at Confab. Yeah. Your new outfits and you're just like hot. Thank hot, you. Your hot stuff, your hot shit. Okay. So we'll see you at Confabulation. Thank you, Confabulation. And that's the end of our quick break. Okay.
1: All right. I stayed straight-faced for that, and, and you didn't. You, you didn't. no. Okay.
0: All right. So this is all. This is all advice before we get into the questions. Alexia, do you want to update our listeners on anything riveting about your life? Maybe a, a fun recent purchase. You know, uh, media you've been consuming besides this is your strange and beautiful
1: life. Ooh. I mean, so anything new in my life? I guess I quit. Theater school. <laughs> okay, good. We think we
0: we like quitting at This Is Your Strange and Beautiful Life. I'm a really good quitter.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah. So I did that, but I'm starting something new. I'm starting travel agent school, and I'm really enjoying it so far. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my project right now is you, so <laughs> I'm here d- right now. Oh, you're devoting
0: your life to this moment. Excellent, <laughs> yes. And so that's great, and soon maybe – You can help me plan my next trip to Perth, Ontario. I would love to do that. Yeah, I would love for you to do that too. That is the, that's my imminent travel plans. So Alexia is going to be your girl for
1: your next trip. Whether it be the the fabulous metropolis of Perth, Ontario or like Bali. Bali. I got you. She's, yeah, she's got you covered. Okay. Perth, Ontario. I should have said Perth, Ontario, Perth, Australia. That would have been good. Oh, yeah. It's it's too late.
0: I like Bali. I mean, yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. So this is all advice. So we're just going to solve a few problems. We have,
1: let's try to do three listener questions. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. And I would like to mention also that... I have not read any of these, so all of my reactions are 100% genuine. I have no idea what to expect. No idea.
0: Okay. Well, I did choose some of these with you in mind, uh, thinking you might be good. Okay. This one is short for our listener question. Okay. All right. Dear Erica and Alexia, my boyfriend is 33 and I am 33, and we finally picked out an engagement ring. Yay. And then he said... Since I'm buying <laughs> Oh my
1: god, this is so bad. <laughs> Oh no what? Oh,
0: and no. then he said, Since I'm buying it, can I get out of paying you rent this month? <laughs> <laughs> what? It, is this fair? The ring we picked is slightly under the budget. We've been discussing this whole time. My boyfriend lives with me and he pays me rent each month, and this takes care of 80% of the mortgage. Our mortgage is cheap, and I contribute to most of the other expenditures, including our condo fee, all of our bills, like internet, gas, electricity, water, and streaming services, and groceries. So everything is more or less split 50-50. The ring costs 3k. At one point, I offered to pay for half, and he refused. I do make substantially more money than him, but he has quite a bit more in savings than I do right now, because he sold his house to move in with me and made a decent profit. Am I being greedy and unreasonable, or should I just buy the ring myself and ask myself to marry me? Love for
1: richer or poorer. (laughs) Right? I love this. This is good. So what should we tell her? Okay. Well, you know, finances is always something that I feel is very individual to each couple. Mm -hmm. Right? And how you're going to split your finances is something you need to agree on and something you guys need to talk about extensively because extensively extensively because it's like most of life
0: yeah and it's just like you can't have any resentment build up about it ever no, you need no. to talk
1: about it right away yeah and you also can't like how do I say this like you can't offer something and then make make it be like a like something to dangle over them forever you can't retract it yeah you can't retract it but you also can't use it you yeah. can be like well I paying you this so I feel like that's what he's doing. Yeah. You need to give freely. If you can't give freely, don't give, right? Just, absolutely. Absolutely. So because it we would we would all be like, this dude is horrible if he was like expecting something, expecting sex out of a meal, right? Yeah. Because he paid for the meal. He shouldn't be expecting this is free a- rent out of I Got You an Engagement Ring. This should be something he saved up for. And that he he can buy on top of his normal expenses because rent's not going to stop this month,
0: and he has savings. Right, and he has savings. She's the one, like, I don't know how does it work. Well, he gave up his apartment, but like, I don't he know gave, how your equity is working. He sold his house. Here. He didn't give up his apartment. He sold his house. Yeah. he made money off calculated this. choice. I mean, is he is he making bad financial decisions? Maybe like why I don't understand. If he has savings. It's three k. Like I don't know. Can he get a payment plan for the ring? I, I think there are a lot of things he could be doing. Yeah. I mean, this is a thing. I think it would have been okay for them to split the ring. Me
1: too. But right? they have to agree on it. But they've and already... And they don't.
0: Yeah. And so it's like he needs to be a grown-up and say, hey, I'm like tight for cash this... I'm tight for cash due to the ring. Like, get out of paying rent. It just sounds a bit crass to me. I don't know. Money things are so stressful. For me... My goal with money, I am a very frugal person and I get by with not very much money. And I don't know how I do it really. But my goal is that I never want my friends to think I'm cheap. You know what I mean? I never want people to be like, oh, Erica's tight with her cash. She doesn't like, she doesn't pay her share, you know, like she doesn't give Mm -hmm. good gifts. Like I just, you know, she doesn't bring good stuff to potlucks. Like that is my worst nightmare to be somebody who seems tight Mm -hmm. for cash. So that's my goal. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be this guy's goal, but it's also not good to pretend you're okay with money when you're not.
1: I feel like there's something he's hiding. Mm, yeah, I, I, there's, there's something like hidden here because everything, se- from what she's describing, everything seems like he should be okay with
0: it buying this ring. There's not add up. There's
1: something fishy. Yeah, like is he having cold feet? Like, I think my first advice would be to budget together if that's something you've never done. Mm-hmm. Like pull out an Excel, an Excel spreadsheet, mm-hmm. sit down together, lay down expenses, lay down how much you guys what your income is, and figure out like how to divide this in a way that's fair for everybody. Some people think fair is 50/50 no matter what you make. Some people think fair is prorata, right?
0: Mm-hmm. If you're if
1: your spouse makes more money than you, they should be paying for more expenses. And there's no right or wrong answer here. It depends on how you guys feel about this. But you have to feel good about
0: this because money is like, this will eat you up inside, right? And also,
1: most divorces are due to money problems. So you might want to figure this one out before you get married.
0: Sex, right? Money and sex and and what else? Children.
1: Children. How to raise the kids.
0: Yeah. But if you don't have kids. No problem. <laughs> that's the solution. To no problem. Don't procreate. Um, that also helps with your money. It's not helpful with your sex life. Not wanting to have kids is not necessarily helpful. Hard to say. Oh no, wait! It is better because having kids is terrible for your sex life. Never mind. Okay, so yeah, no kids helpful. Um, all right, it's the Excel
1: spreadsheet. That's your that's your advice. Yeah, my advice would be to budget together mm-hmm. and um, figure out if he has debt.
0: Yeah, if he's made some poor financial choices and, well, then... And find a plan to, to, to solve it if he does. For example, a line of credit. Everybody should know. Well, what my, my father's... The only financial advice I ever got from my father was, Erica, do not run up your credit card. So that's the financial advice I'm giving to you. It's very hard to do for some it's people. So, it's so... Credit is so punishing. So punishing. So um, we would recommend lines of credit instead of a credit card. I don't know. I hope you don't have to lend him money. But like very frank and honest conversations. I'm in a new relationship and I don't know a lot about relationships because I've been been single for eight years. And so I listen to relationship podcasts. For example, Jillian on Love, Jillian Tarecki. I love her. So soothing. But she's just like, you always need to be Available to talk about everything. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if you think that this is going to be a deal breaker. Like, you just can't not talk about it because it will just, like, even a little small thing, right? Like, who are you texting right now? Whatever. All of it. You just, you can't, you just have to be very transparent. And there's absolutely. Yeah. So
1: that's all I have.
0: Be very transparent. Okay. That was excellent. Okay. We're
1: so good. We're so efficient. Okay, this Mariam wha- Khan should invite us to the therapist. Oh, her gig. I don't know. Oh, what it, I don't remember
0: what it's called. Oh, better than your therapist. Better than
1: your therapist. Yeah,
0: I it's ten. It's at ten p.m. That's Tonight? F- no, it's like February. Oh yeah, Mariam Khan, who is on the <laughs> let's podcast. Plug all,
1: let's plug all the people. All we love. the people we love. She doesn't know me. I, I don't Khan, know her. So but. she's
0: a comedian. She was like episode episode seventeen with Mariam Khan. Her show. Mariam Khan's show, Better Than Your Therapist, is coming up on Saturday, Saturday, February 10th at 10 p.m. Okay? I'm not sure where it is. Past the bedtime. Yeah, but you should go. But yeah, and, and we should be on it, but we're not. But anyways, please send us your listener questions because we have magnificent answers. Okay, you ready for this one? <laughs> oh my God, you're... You're laughing. No, I don't oh, this laugh. Is... I don't laugh at listener questions. I cherish them. I know, but you're laughing. <laughs> no. Okay. Dear Erica and... <laughs> Why is it funny? Dear Erica and Alexia. Yes. I'm 26 and my husband is 27. We have been married for seven years and together for a total of 11. Oh, wow. Congrats. Are you good at math? That means they got together when they were 15. Yeah, and they're high school sweethearts. Okay, great. I'm happy for them. Uh, we have always been happy with each other and I love my husband with everything in me. But recently, he has been complaining about how I use too many blankets and he gets too hot. I snuggle him too much. I use too many pillows I go to bed too early, I go to bed too late, depends, and more stuff like that. So I promised him I would go to bed when he did and I would use only one pillow and one blanket and I wouldn't cuddle with him anymore. He didn't think that was good enough and now he is refusing to sleep in the same bed as me. What? He sleeps. Yeah, He sleeps in our guest room while I sleep alone. This has been going on for almost three months and we haven't had sex a single time. <gasps> He's never complained about our sex life. He's just been refusing. He tells me things like, if we aren't in the same bed, why would we have sex? And stuff like what? that. What? Just, there's two more paragraphs. Ex-
1: oh my goodness.
0: I have a high sex drive and so does he. Early in our marriage, we would have sex about three times a week. Damn. But that's not what I'm complaining about. I miss my husband. Ever since he started sleeping away from me, he has barely spoken to me. He gets up at 6 a.m. every day, leaves at 8 a.m., and gets back home at 7 to 8 p.m. His job hours are 9 to 5. I don't know where he is going. I feel unwanted. Recently, my friend, who is a 26-year-old woman, got divorced. She couldn't afford her house, so I let her move in with me. I've known her since we were both two. She has her own room at my place, but she is having the same problem as me. She feels lonely and unwanted. So we sleep in the same bed every night. We don't (laughs) have... Whoa, I wasn't ready for that turn. (laughs) Yeah, this is riveting. We don't have sex. We just cuddle. Now, I will admit, I give her small kisses on the forehead, and she does the same to me. But love language is touch. Well, I think it's natural. Like, they're lonely. So if I can't touch my husband, I'll need someone else to kiss. Yeah, fair, but I've never touched her lips once. We've never done anything more than goodnight kisses on the cheek or forehead. We have been snuggling together for about three weeks now, and my husband is pissed. He told my whole homophobic family that I kicked him out of our bedroom so I could sleep with a girl. Whoa! I just need advice and to know if I just need advice and to know if I'm in the wrong for snuggling with someone else. My husband is yelling at me almost every night now. He has thrown stuff and broken plates. Mm. One night I made him a fancy dinner so we could talk and catch up. He threw the plate I made for him and threw it on the ground, creating a big mess. Oh my God. Yes, he does pay the bills. My friend doesn't pay for anything. She is too depressed. My whole family hates me now. So does his family and so does he. Oh my God. The only person I have is my friend and honestly, she's not enough. I feel unwanted and lost. My husband calls me a hoe ass bitch who doesn't know how to keep my hands out of a woman's pants. Love, wow, love. This all started because I used too many pillows. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oof. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Well, it's not like am I in the wrong for cuddling
1: my friend? Like that's just there's, a there's side just side so note. Many, there's that's yeah that's. That's just a layer in this whole thing.
0: Number one, he seems controlling. He seems like a controlling dick. I mean, I'm ruthless about that shit, but I'm like, you throw a plate, you can throw a plate once, maybe. I wouldn't. I, w- I would. I would stand. never. Do I, would, that. I would. I would not stand for somebody throwing a plate. Like if you're gonna throw a plate, we are not. You are not going to be in my life. The plate is
1: the first thing you throw, and then it gets to bigger things.
0: It doesn't matter, right? And some people are like, oh, but you know, it, she didn't cheat on him either. He like, he abandoned her. Right for Um, using too many pillows. Like, what's his deal?
1: Okay, control. We we gotta go paragraph by paragraph. Okay. So let's 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 go let's go to the hot to the let's go to the the beginning of this. It's this is just
0: crumbled. It's been like a communication boundaries crumble. Not right, like yeah. Okay, so they they've been together for for seven years. Seven year itch. This is a thing. Um, yeah,
1: right. Is it a thing? I've never my, been with anybody for seven years. I wouldn't know. I've never been with anybody for seven years, but um, my parents divorced after 14. Okay. And somebody else's parents, whom I know, was after 21.
0: Actually, I think it my parents might sevens. have divorced after 21, but I, I yeah, wouldn't say it go. came in sevens for them. I would say it came in ones, although yeah. I forgot I was trying something called new called privacy. Oh, well, that's going well. So. They're going through a hard time. Yeah. Something is happening. He is being micromanaging about the blankets and the pillows. He's not sleeping well. That can affect people's behavior. Yeah. Maybe if only I was sponsored by those sheets. There's like some kind of special
1: sheets that regulates your temperatures. This would be there, a were, good time there would have been a lot of solutions sh- for this. Like, okay, Altona was gifted a weighted blanket I <laughs> oh, <laughs> started with that. And now it's my blanket for sleep because... I've never slept as well as with a weighted blanket. It's amazing, Uh and he sleeps with like the comforter we had. Mm -hmm. So you have separate blankets. We have separate blankets, same bed. So there's no issue of he's hogging all the blanket or whatever. Mm. And I, I, I would be open if he wanted the weighted blanket one evening. I would, I would give it to him. This is a Mm -hmm. conversation week. These are conversations we can have. These are conversations we should have. Every relationship, I don't know if you've heard this recently, but like the basic thing of every relationship is communication. If you can't communicate, it's going to shit. And if you can communicate, you can get through like really a lot of things. You can get
0: through the hardest things. Like it's, it's actually transformative. Absolutely. According to Jillian Trecki. And according to Esther Perel. Yeah. I love Esther Perel. Yeah. We love the relationship. Gurus. Yeah. Therapists, coaches. (laughs) So I yeah, are people just not talking
1: to their their people? Okay, so from what I see, the first thing he did was he went to the separate bedroom. He left, right? Yeah. He avoided. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to point fingers and be like, it's his fault. But like It's his fault. No, no, no. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no Eric.
0: I should be on better than your therapist. <laughs> you should.
1: <laughs> no, but like there's there's a part of me that's thinking he gave up on the communication. Yeah, he closed that line up over pillows. Over pillows, like, do you think like was there a sex there was, strike? There, there must have been something else. There's an underlying issue. There's something else going on here. Like he, at first, I thought you were. I we were going to find out that he was cheating on her when you were first reading. Because but maybe he
0: is. Maybe he's projecting. Yeah, that could be a thing.
1: That maybe could be a
0: thing. he's really stressed at work. He has a long day. Um, and he has fun with the secretary. Maybe who knows? But then I want to say he. But this is all.
1: This is all an idea. I don't want to. I don't want to add this onto. Her. Jesus.
0: No, but he gets up at six a.m. Leaves at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can have a nice time between six and seven, like this. The start of your day, you can like make each other coffee. This oh, is all yeah. just hypothetical. You know, make each other coffee, have a little snuggle, be like, oh, I hope you have such a good day. It's so nice to see you.
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm going to miss you so much today. Like This morning, I was running a little late on my things, mm -hmm. and I rushed to the shower. And when I came out of the shower, Altuan had made my breakfast for me oh i know Antoine. He, he actually he turned over like one of those salad bowls and put it over my plate so he like lifted it off and was like here is your dish
0: but these are the things that these make things. a relationship right like Absolutely. just like
1: you know it's just the hot drinks we talk about how little things accumulate a lot on the negative side mm-hmm. as we're seeing with the story a little bit of positive also accumulates yeah. Like they could just have separate
0: blankets. Like everybody could, could just t- have separate blankets. Tuck them tuck each other in on either side. This is so crazy. I no, we don't say crazy. But this is this is wild. This is wild. This this escalated quickly. They you know? escalated quickly 3 months. Like
1: yeah, right? And it's just like I just don't think it's about the pillows. I don't it's, know why he it's needed It's absolutely space. not about the pillows. It's it's like when you get every time you get mad at someone over something little there's something else going it's on. It's because he refused to
0: pay rent the month he paid for the wedding wing, <laughs> that ring. Must be it, right? That but must be it. and it just sort of like and then it it ended up like this into like a, an abscess. Yeah. No, okay, so wild. Um, they are missing. She says her her love language is touch, but like also quality time. Also, love languages I learned were made from they were made up by some Christian pastor who made them up so that like because like all these wives were coming into their into to talk it, yeah. for counseling and he was like well if he's not like this it's because you're not catering to his love language so you should do this if he's if he's distant it's because really? he likes gifts or acts of service he just doesn't show his love that way and whatever love languages are cute kind of
1: what do you think of love languages i think you have to cater to all of them yeah. And like... There's not just one or two. Yeah. Because there's no relationship that can stand the test of time without touch. There's no relationship that can stand the test of time without acts of service. There's no relationship that can stand the test of time without... Words encouraging of a, or, Words, in, words yeah, of affirmation. Without words of affirmation. Uh, I can't speak. Without words of affirmation. There's no relationship that can stand the test of time without one of these ingredients. Gifts. What's the other? Anyways, acts of service. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine your spouse never getting you a, a Christmas gift, or yeah. never getting you like never a birthday getting present. buying you anything. Never buying you anything. And like, or just we like, think we think of gifts as like material things, but it can be like a, a nice supper at a restaurant or something. Yeah. Or something. Like, I don't
0: do acts of service. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't,
1: do, I don't <laughs> do acts of service. I just do touch. That's prostitution, <laughs> sir. Sorry, <laughs> like, can you-
0: can you, take, can you take the garbage
1: out? Oh, no. It's, no, <laughs> that's
0: not my love language. Sorry.
1: Um, <laughs> Great way to deflect. I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next time I don't feel like doing it, chore. I'll, I'll tell that to Antoine. Don't He's gonna do like, access hey.
0: service. Okay. We love you, Antoine. But yeah, I feel like there's a lack of all the love languages here, right? Like, yeah. Like a, a full-on breakdown. There's not words
1: of affirmation. There's words of destruction. Right. Like a full-on breakdown in
0: communication. Okay, and then I'm just wondering about the boundaries here. Like, your friend is divorced, and you're like, "Sure, come stay with me while you're while you're going through a rough patch."
1: Right? That was not a good plan.
0: Or like, stay with me, and there was no, there's no boundaries around it. There's no like, oh yeah, you can stay for a couple of weeks while you get your feet. Like, there was no like, did you talk to your husband you, about this? That's what I was going to ask. Like, this is a big decision, right? I don't know how big your place is. Like, I could not invite somebody to stay at my house for a,
1: like a night really. Uh, th- th- that's just but it, it's like was that sort of thrown at him? Like which is which is why I'm also like I can't point fingers here because that's also something she should have if you're having a rough patch it's not a time to bring somebody into the nest. Yeah, and
0: it's it's like it's a little provoc I mean it's a lot provocative to suddenly be sharing the the bed with someone new. Yeah, right? And, like
1: And even though you are thinking it doesn't constitute into cheating, your husband clearly thinks it does.
0: Well, it's just like, these are conversations, like, you didn't say you were in an open relationship. You didn't, like, there's no, it's just like, like Alexia. If, like, after this podcast, I was like, okay, we're going to have a nap and cuddle. Like, there's there's something off about that. I feel like both Antoine and my boyfriend would be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It, It just, like... I don't think they would be. Well, maybe they would because they love us. No, I didn't say that. No, no. they just—it's just like that's not on the table, also right? I would raise a flag. Yeah, he would just like. I. It's it just it takes a no. Like it's just not. It's not a given that you're going to cuddle with your friends during lonely times, unless it like some. Like, I think that some relationships, that's okay, but it doesn't seem like that's okay for you.
1: kind of in the same way that finances are up to the discretion of every couple, these boundaries are also up to discussion with every couple. And Mm -hmm. if there was nothing agreed beforehand... And I get the sense there
0: wasn't. It sounds like a bit of a... A gray gray zone. But a conservative situation with homophobic families and for his... Like his sort of like cruelty, his cruel
1: remarks at the end. All of that is so not acceptable. Yeah, like the plate smashing, the yeah, that's way out of line. And it's just
0: like, yeah, this is this. There's some repairing
1: to do here. How do you want to repair that? That's the thing. You just destroy this woman's image to her family and your family.
0: He's not. If
1: you if you suddenly have a positive image of this woman again. And you bring her back to any kind of family gathering, she is not welcome there. Yeah.
0: No, I don't I I I feel like this is like I I I it was
1: nobody else's freaking business.
0: Yeah, this is just there's just a breach of lots of boundaries here. This is this is varsity level for the therapists and kind of for us too.
1: This is going to be a lot to repair if there's repair there. But, I think a lot of lines have been crossed.
0: But I think that Jillian Tarecki, my favorite yeah. relationship coach, she would say if somebody shows explosive anger, she would walk away. She says that is a very serious red flag. Because like, yeah. like Alexia said, it's only a matter of time. Well, he's already taken it out on you, but he's breaking a plate that is… What's like, the next thing he's going to break? This is just not in good working order, nope. right? Like… I don't know. I have a saying that goes, you're allowed to yell at me one time. And then you have to be very sorry. And honestly, I don't even know that I could really handle it. Like, we, you can raise your voices, maybe. But I, I've just, I've been yelled
1: at before. It's not for me. It is, there is never reason to yell at someone. It's so ineffective, right? Like, It doesn't get your point across more. No,
0: it just means you've lost your, you've lost your emotional control. No, I don't like this. I feel like... Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm stressed also for her because she doesn't, it sounds like she doesn't, she says he pays for everything. So I don't know that she has her own money. Yeah. It's a bit compromising.
1: But. Well, even if she doesn't have her own money, there are always places that can have her. Yeah. You know, c- because she is clearly a, a, a victim of domestic abuse here. Yeah. And. There are, there are like places for that. And friends and
0: resources and also alimony. But maybe not alimony. I don't know how I, I don't know how divorces not, work. Yeah, me neither. No. Okay. This is unfortunate. I want you to have your own set of sheets and pillows. I want you to sleep somewhere safe. And then just the the, the thing with the friend and the depressed friend. That's a lot, and I think that you've perhaps taken on too much with that. You know, to, I don't like, think I'm you gonna, were in a space to, to yeah, take her on.
1: I'm going to house my depressed friend until she's able to. There are other ways you can help. Yeah, I know it's it's very. Tempting when we see somebody in need to help them. And just think about what is the help you're able to give. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be donating things. Sometimes it can be giving some of your time to help them take their mind off things. Mm-hmm. If you can give shelter, that's great. But I don't think this was a good moment for that. You were in a rough patch with your husband and you you basically brought in chaos. And chaos. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's just like... It's just, it's too much. It's, it's too, it's too much of a responsibility to, to take on. You can't help your friend get better. It's a terrible, terrible time. It's, I guess it is lovely to be like, stay as long as you need to. But I think that, uh, I just feel like for most, i like, if I was the depressed friend, I would want to have like, I would want to have a firm, like what, what, what is actually possible, like what, what is actually possible for you It's just, it just seems like a compromising situation for everyone. And uh, your friend will need to get on her feet at a certain point, right? So what is, what is setting her up for doing so, right? Like what resources set her up for that? And, you know, nothing like going home to your parents to uh, get your, get your little feet kicking for a new plan. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that
0: just kind of like a reset also uh, it puts everything on the table when you're when you go home to your parents anyway just i, I would talk to your friend about other options but i think the priority is i th- this is not a safe situation uh i don't yeah, like get this get out of there i don't like this at all get
1: out of there if not forever at least
0: yeah make a statement I, yeah go like Take his credit card. Oh, my God. No, don't <laughs> do not don't, don't that. Don't do that. Don't no. do that. But he fine, will yeah. not react well to that. No, don't be rash. Don't don't meet rash with rash. But yeah, if you could go stay with a friend, that would be helpful. Call
1: a helpline mm-hmm. and ask them what to do in this situation. Yeah. What like, are your options in your area? What, what are the options in your area and like how you should announce it to him? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because he sounds very volatile. This is very surprising. This was a real surprising this letter this this this, this was a lot this escalated okay but we believe in you and we believe in you okay one step at a time you don't need to like just be like okay how am i moving forward today and yeah you're gonna need space to heal and grieve but you're very young there are many chapters in life and uh many chapters so and many husbands
1: many husbands (laughs) But
0: you're gonna look back like you know you'll in five years you'll look back and just be like oh What was I doing? Like, like it, I, I I think, you know, if you really like go into yourself and try to make a transformation out of this and be very honest about what is and isn't working and make your choices accordingly, when you look back, you're just going to be so relieved that you listened to your, that you listened to yourself and didn't, didn't settle for not not a good situation. No, 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 no. I wish you... Beautiful pillows, weighted blankets. Yes, get a weighted blanket. It's amazing. And somebody who cuddles you like constantly,
1: you know, constantly. Yeah, somebody who doesn't see it as a chore. It's not a chore. It's a privilege. Yeah,
0: the moment cuddling becomes a chore, no, no, no. we throwing plates. We don't throw plates. We don't throw anything. Yeah, you can throw plates by yourself. If you get angry and you need to release your anger, I've heard of people doing this. I've never really. I've never done that
1: thrown plates. I think I think I would go. Um, you know, there are those axe throwing plates. Oh uh, that sounds like fun. Okay. I'd like to try that. Is is anger
0: your go-to? I'm not an angry person. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll just cry about it, right? Mm, yeah. I've had i I've had periods. I'm peri- a big crier. Yeah. I've had periods of my life where I was more angry. Um when I was coming off Prozac, I had anger I had violent more towards myself. I had violent, violent sensations in my body, which was very new. Yeah. Um and so, but I think in general, I would be
1: like you, more crying. I think the only time I get angry is when I get irritab- irritable. Like angry when you're hungry? No, angry. Okay, but like, uh, so I have bipolar disorder, and mm-hmm. um, the highs are called manic episodes or mm-hmm. mania, mm-hmm. and one of the symptoms of mania is irritability, edgy, being very edgy. Mm-hmm. So I I try to notice it when I'm like. Why aren't you doing this right?
0: <laughs> right. Anyway.
1: I, 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 it's usually towards incompetence.
0: And you're like thinking really fast. And like it's like the world can't really keep up with you maybe. Yeah. But
1: yeah. I I don't get – I don't yell. I don't get mad. If I'm angry, I I turn more cold. I'm more mm. indifferent Shut almost. down a little bit. Yeah, I shut yeah. down. Okay. So I'm not a, I'm not a plate thrower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or an axe thrower. Yeah. Well, I like to do it. I'd like to feel like a Viking.
0: Yeah. I mean there's lots of like – resources on anger anger has been sort of vilified as the worst emotion no um, it's important yeah it is it is important. it's like any emotion yeah it's like but throwing plates is is not not convenient and mm-hmm. uh, not uh yeah not acceptable okay well we didn't
1: solve did we solve that i don't think there's i don't think there's any no. way to solve that over a podcast with two people who don't have any kind of degree in well i didn't I have my English literature degree. No, but I mean like a degree in um, social worker. No, no. I started one, but
0: I didn't finish it. Yeah, I've listened to a few podcasts. Um, yeah. I've had 13 therapists.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, you you, you have some, I guess you have some credibility more than I do.
0: I wouldn't think so, Alexia. And that's <laughs> the point. Okay, I need, I'm going to have a, some water.
1: Me okay. too. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's drink. Let's hydrate.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing to do when you're angry. <laughs> That was very attractive.
1: (laughs) You want to go cuddle? (laughs) (laughs) I want to cuddle. Okay. There's a nice mattress right there. Yeah, it's like two (laughs) inches folded in half, so four inches. So that totally works.
0: Yeah, there's like only one dude in Montreal who would sleep on that mattress, and I'm dating him. him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, But yeah, if you're angry, have some water. See if that helps. Hot tip. Have a little glass of water. Okay, so now we have a very long... This one is long.
1: Okay, it's... This is going to be a freaking roller coaster, isn't it?
0: Well, no, that was the roller coaster. That was the roller coaster. This is a little... This makes you want to throw a plate a little bit, but... Oh, really? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, Mm -hmm. dear Erica and Alexia, Mm -hmm. I was that kid who was always drawing. It was an important part of my identity and probably the thing I was naturally best at. But all I ever heard was artists starve. Yeah. yeah, um, Yeah. We've heard that before too. I pursued other schooling and only ever treated my art like a hobby. Fast forward to adulthood and I'm married, have a decent job that earns more money than my husband who stays home with our kid. I'm also pregnant with our second child and focused on how to make that work in our tiny home. As it happens, over the course of our relationship, my spouse has become a big fan of art. He commissions work regularly, spending my hard-earned cash on art I wish I was making. This hurts. One time, I suggested that maybe I could do a piece for him, and he admitted that he doesn't really like my style. (gasps) Oh, no. No. Yesterday, he came to me thrilled that he was entering into business with his family. It's going to be art commissioning, and he already got his favorite artist to create the logo. Meanwhile, I'm sitting on the couch, pregnant and tired with our grumpy toddler, and I just can't be happy for him. No. (sighs) It feels like he gets the best of all the worlds, since as soon as I come home, he hands off our kid to me so that he can get a break and connect with his friends and hobbies. Oh, I just feel so defeated and like there's no space for my life and passions. I wonder about putting my foot down and quitting my job after the next baby. It's so painful that the person I love supports other artists, but not me. Yeah. All I really want to do is set fire to that one painting I made for him years ago. Maybe I should just get rid of all my paintings. I feel like I've lost myself in adult responsibilities, and there's so little that brings me joy anymore. Mm. should I just give up on art entirely and keep my nose to the ground until the kids move out and I can collect my pension? Ugh, no. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay. Love, sad, failed artist mom. No. No. Oh, so you said this sad. Was, you said this was, pla- I just want to give her a hug. Oh, no. I'm sad for this woman. Oh, uh,
1: what do you think, Alexia? Okay. I, do you know who this reminds me of? Who? Have you watched Desperate Housewives? No. This is a delicious show. You should watch it. I'm it's, sure I should. Okay. So she reminds me of the character of Lynette Scavo, who's okay. this desperate housewife. Mm-hmm. Um, She, in the first season, she's at home with like a bunch of kids under the age of five. She has like four or five kids under no, the age of five. No, that's impossible. And her husband is off like being this, this like businessman. He works in advertising and in the second season they switch roles and she goes to work and he's supposed to stay at home with the kids. Mm. And lots of desperate Housewives spoilers coming up. But okay. <laughs> but eventually he realizes he's not into advertising and he wants to quit that. And he goes for a while and he searches for his dream. Uh-huh. And he ends up opening a pizzeria. Okay. With the kids at home? Uh, five kids no, under they five up at the end of Both working. Because the kids are growing older, right? Okay. So they they go to school or daycare. But yeah, there's there's something about relationships are never 50-50. I think that's like the biggest lie we tell ourselves.
0: But it's so gendered because like I know, I know moms who have stayed home with the kids all day. And when their husbands come back, They don't take over the kids. No, they go do something they want to do. They like, even like, I have heard of husbands being like, well, I'm going to fix the stairs. I'm going to fix the shed. And meanwhile, she's dripping with kids, like, you know, has had no break all day. And then he gets to go do something on Mm -hmm. his own that's like manly. And he's going to get praise for He's gotten praise for his job all day. And it's like, and then of course, when the woman comes home from her job, it's like, here are the kids. I need to go fulfill my life. Like nobody cares about her fulfilling her life, you know? No, no
1: because motherhood is so oh, fulfilling. Shit. Yeah, no, that's oh, absolute Oh, Toddlers bullshit. are, toddlers,
0: I mean, toddlers,
1: toddlers, toddlers are, are not fulfilling. They're
0: <laughs> a little bit magical. It's like an acid trip, but like 45 you have bad min- acid trips. 45 minutes at a time. I've, have you had an acid trip? No. Okay.
1: I, I, would, I would love to.
0: I've had, I've microdosed, I've had a large microdose on acid. It was actually really, really fun. I thought you were going to say it was actually a regular dose. (laughs) No, it was a blast. But like mostly, I am mostly a sober person. I just like, I like psychedelics a little bit. So Uh, maybe she should be like, dude, I'm going on an acid. Oh, she can't. She's pregnant. Okay, never mind.
1: Yeah, don't do acid yet. Don't do acid yet. Wait till you're done breastfeeding.
0: This is like, it's like baby handcuffs, you know, like it's like she's the provider and then she's pregnant and like, isn't it like it, she's probably in the States, like th- they get like two weeks after their baby's born and then they have to go back to work in yeah. a pump. That's mm-hmm. so inhumane. I think
1: some putting up your foot down is there. There important. needs there needs to be some putting your foot down. There needs to be a conversation. This I know I'm the, fucking boring. No, you're a genius. This is what you need. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you need. You need to sit down and you need to to say it. You need to say I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's gonna that's gonna take off so much. Doesn't he know? Or maybe he's not, not aware. He's not aware. He's just he like take the fucking kid. Yeah. He thinks this is fine. Yeah, because he's doing it. If he like, didn't think this was fine to a certain extent, he wouldn't be doing it. Are you sure you don't if, think if, unless he feels, he's a terrible narcissist? You don't. You don't think he'd feel a, an inch of guilt and be like, "Hey, like, why don't you? Why don't you take a bath tonight?" He
0: doesn't seem very sensitive. Like, who no. tells their wife, "I don't like your artistic style"? Like, just <sighs> round up to like fucking enthusiasm, right? Like, once I oh, can I say this? Not sure. Say it, say it. Okay. Well, once I like why went on some dates with a guy, and yep. he was like, "Oh yeah, like I liked this episode of your podcast. Mm, this other one, not as much." And I'm like, "You know what? We've wa- we've gone on two dates. Like, just pretend. Maybe, yeah. Like, maybe if it's a little gonna... too
1: early to talk about the episode you didn't like.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess I asked, but still, I was like, mm, I don't know. Like, I just." Be in the la la land, like just you know, this is the best is like the first few months where it's like, you're the best, no, you're the best, you smell so good. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. They're out of that time now, right? But still like, I don't like
1: your style. That's just hurtful. It's it is. And And she's good. It sounds like she is good. I don't think there's I don't think there's such a thing as bad art. Mm. But that's a whole other debate. But here's the thing. If you don't like her art. I'm sure you could still, to a certain extent, agree that like she enjoys it and it'll bring her happiness. So swallow your pride, right? Like it's kind of like you're very comfortable at home and your wife comes up to you and she's like, I would really want to go to the movies tonight. Swallow your pride and go to the movies with her. Yeah. She's excited. She's thrilled. She wanted, she wants to do this. Just hold her hand, rub her her
0: leg, have some popcorn.
1: Yeah, I don't like the movies. Um, me neither. <laughs> well, so no, I like I like the movies, like,
0: but like... I need to stay home and cuddle with Alexia. <laughs> Go enjoy <laughs> the
1: movie. This is the, this is the recurring theme of the episode. Let's just cuddle. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like, he needs to realize that he is giving her buck nothing. Yeah. I I think that...
0: I, I think she needs to put her foot down about the me time. She needs an evening off a week.
1: She needs to have yeah she needs to have some some her time she needs to connect with her art again mm-hmm. and make something for her don't abandon art don't ever abandon art that mm-hmm. is the dumbest thing you can do yeah because it's an outlet it's like saying i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop watching tv why the fuck would you give that up I
0: if don't... you
1: enjoy it yeah right mm-hmm. like I'm i'm gonna stop doing anything that brings me pleasure is really No,
0: if it doesn't bring you pleasure, she's in a martyr mom scene. I don't, but then what's going to happen when the baby comes? Because it's like the baby, I wonder if she has in laws or like it takes a village. Yeah. So, my in laws, friends, mm -hmm, somebody needs to take the kids
1: for a long afternoon. It sounds like they need to reconnect together. Yeah. But she also needs to reconnect alone. (laughs) Yeah. She needs, she needs those two things. I like to imagine us as like uh what are those like russian dolls called i think they're called russian dolls okay they're called russian dolls. where you open them and yeah yeah yeah. matryoshkas that's what they're called what are they called matryoshkas oh wow okay i know the russian word for it because i'm a nerd wow okay but right there's like there's like the doll that you show to everybody and then as you go more and more deep it's like who you show to Maybe just like your family, your your at-home family, and then just yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? She needs to reconnect with like that middle doll. Mm, That's good. Okay. She needs to like find time. And she needs to find time to reconnect with her husband. Mm -hmm. I think there's a serious disconnect there too. Yeah. I think they need to have some time together because right now he's kind of given her the – and I think we do this a lot on women, but – he's given her kind of like the label of mom mm-hmm. and now she's not his wife anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Does that make
1: sense? Like this kind of idea of she only has this one role. Well, he's taking and he, her
0: for granted. He is taking her for big granted. Big time, big time. If he's earning money, it sounds like you earn a lot of money. Ugh. Like how long do you have to make this much money? Do you need to make this much money? If he were to work, could you work four days a week? I'm a big fan of the four-day work week. Me I, too. I think
1: that should be. I think that should be the actual work standard.
0: week standard. Five days is. It's a waste of time for everybody, and it's five, five so days grueling. A week.
1: Punishing. Five days a week was invented when we had uh, women at home, mm-hmm. and mm. now we don't. And so we need that time to clean. We need that time to get back on bookkeeping. We need that time to run errands. We need Life that time. Life admin,
0: yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, no, five-day work not week. Enough no. Time. So you need you need help. You need yeah, and don't skimp on this. Like every family has a spreadsheet. Maybe they don't, but like every family should have a spreadsheet. Yeah, and it's like I've heard of moms looking at the spreadsheet and being like, "Oh, like we spend this much on hockey, we spend this much on daycare, whatever. We're going to spend this much. We're going to allocate like $200 a month to me getting a massage, you know? Like and yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Or it can
1: be 200 bucks on Child. Whatever. whatever. Childcare, so you can have childcare and like a date. Yeah. And I think that
0: with going back into the art, yeah, don't abandon your art. But I think that it can be hard to get back into it. I know a lot of artists, all different mediums, but I know specifically some visual artists and your your hands are rusty, right? I mean writing you get rusty. You get right you get rusty with everything, right? But it's like also there can be this emotional component, grief, whatever. And I think that you need to set up a routine that you can honor that is not going to be high pressure and that you're not ever going to beat yourself
1: up about. Yeah. And don't get mad at yourself if like you're not doing it the way you used to.
0: Yeah. You need to find a way for joy. But one other suggestion I was just digging up my past here, but um, my ex-boyfriend, he was a wonderful artist and he stopped... Drawing because he was going through a breakup, whatever he was down. Then he met me, and he was like, "Oh, so much creativity! Everything is marvelous." Uh, but he wanted to get back into drawing, but he couldn't right away because it just—it was just—it seemed like too much of a hurdle. It had been too much time. He framed all his art. He spent like a couple months just going through all the art he had, and he framed the pieces he liked. He put it on the wall, and he was like, "Oh, look at me! I'm an artist!" And then he started drawing. I think with drawing there's community you could go to life drawing there's like lots of life drawing groups that's like kind of a low pressure thing cause it's not about making a thing it's like just
1: practice and then you need community also be, if you're a painter you can you can paint by numbers oh, you don't have yeah. to create anything you, you can could, you can color or you can paint by numbers if you that's your thing you could paint
0: a you could paint a mural for your kid and the kid would be like that is the coolest room look at my oh, room like yeah. my mom made you know yeah. like you, yeah, it's all real art. I think that would be fun, fun, fun to make a yeah. like elephant on the walls. You know, you can do art projects with your kids. I can be a little messy, but I would but also I, like. I, solo I would art also like important. for
1: her to make art that's not about her kids.
0: Yeah, for it's sure. A, the kids thing that's, is not. Yeah, yeah not enough. That's, that's gonna be something on the side too. But like, yeah, yeah for sure. It can be an art. eventual project, but yeah. Okay, so a few steps there. Was that helpful? I hope so. I hope so too. Okay, sad mom, artist mom. Oh my goodness! I just want to hug her. Oh yeah, yeah. Give her the biggest hug. She could break a plate and make like a little mosaic,
1: and then put it on the wall.
0: Oh yeah, that would be really cool. Something cathartic. Yeah, Yeah. but this is absolutely your me time. Is a priority. Want to do that to make a break a plate? Yeah. Do you have a plate to break? I'm sure I can find one. That'd be a fun I fun, think fun. I can
1: I think I can literally just go to like Valley Village, yeah buy one buy a
0: plate buy, buy an one ugly it. mug to break, yeah. So, yeah, all of the art counts. This is yeah. Your art is a priority. Your little doll, tiny doll inside self is a priority. You might want to make a bit of time for your husband. Happy life. Wait. How does it go? Happy wife, Happy life is that a yeah. chair. Are we allowed to say that still? I don't know. but like I think I
1: think happy spouse, happy life,
0: ok. Happy. take care of each other because if you are suffering everybody's suffering a little bit unless yeah. he's so not self-aware he has no idea but it's just like he, you're going to help him grow
1: it's just going to be better tell him be honest with him and be like hey I'm unhappy there's there's a lot of things going on right now and we need to unpack yeah Let's do some unpacking, and
0: before the baby comes, too, right? Absolutely, before the baby comes, a blob of joy. Be be honest about how that's anxiety inducing for yeah, you, and like that you feel like you have to like make the tiny house work for everybody. Like it sounds like people don't have enough. Sp- they could just, yeah. This is the time before the baby's born. Hurry up! Yeah, okay. get to it. Do it tomorrow. Okay, great. Well, that's those are our listener questions for the day. So now we have Ooh. a song. Mm. Oh, it's going to be great. Okay, I need to find the song words. All right, so Alexia, which song have you chosen for our half-bad ukulele segment that we nailed so exquisitely last
1: time? Well, I thought, since we're so good at this. Very good at it. Amazingly talented. We should dedicate a song to my sweetheart. And so I picked Antoine and I's song, which is Until I Found You by Stephen Sanchez. Oh, that's sweet. How did it become your song? Um, So Altuan really isn't into music. that's right. (laughs) (laughs) For anybody who doesn't know, um, Altoine doesn't really listen to music. He He knows, sometimes he'll like sing the same words repeatedly. Like like he'll sing the same part of a song repeatedly, but he doesn't know the rest of the song or he doesn't know who it's by. He doesn't know what it's called. One lyric sort of sticks with him. Yeah, there you go or um he didn't have to play the recorder in school or anything like i don't know if he played the recorder i think that's part of the that's like mandatory for everyone but very traumatic That'll, very traumatic yeah but i know he did play guitar at some point not like as an adult but like in in school in elementary school or something didn't click it's just not his thing Which is surprising Because math and music Have so much in mm-hmm. common Right? Yeah Yeah And and he's a mathematician So mm. My, mm. Yeah Interesting He's an applied mathematician I
0: love mathematicians And I've heard they can be Very good musicians They're Yeah that is true I've heard that About mathematicians Okay <laughs> <laughs> Wink <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So everybody, sing along.
1: Yeah. Until I found you by Stephen Sanchez. You can find these lyrics anywhere. You've heard this song on a TikTok reel somewhere, and we have practiced it so many zero times, times. zero yeah. times.
0: Okay. So this is authentic. Okay. Ready? <laughs> okay.
1: This is not going to be landslide. I'm
0: drooling again. Oh, okay. great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Georgia Georgia. Wrap me up in all I want ya In my arms, so let me hold ya I'll never let you go again like I did Oh, I used to say I would never fall in love again until I found her. I, I would never, never fall unless, it's, unless you. it's you. i fall into. <laughs> I was, was lost, lost within the darkness, but then I
1: found her. I found you.
0: Georgia
1: pulled me in I asked to love her
0: once again you fell like Hotcha I'll never let you go again like, like I did. Oh, I used to say I would never fall in love again until I found her I said I would never never fall in love unless it's you I fall into I was lost within the darkness but then I
1: found her, I found you
0: It was exquisite. I, I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> I think it was really good. Okay. So that was dedicated. I just realized
1: something. What? I didn't actually explain how this became our song. Okay. How I did ju- you- so, so since Altawan's not really into music, um, it befell unto my responsibility to find us our song, right? Okay. And I really liked this song. So I played it and Altawan was like, I like this song. Oh. And I don't think he had ever said anything like that about any song I had played. Oh, so I kind of was like, "Fine, this is our song. This is it. Okay. i don't want to I don't want to look anymore. And whenever it plays somewhere, I are always like, mm. Like we had, had like this. And you
0: guys dance,
1: right? You guys know how to dance. Like we took classes. We took classes. We took, um, well, when I was a a debutante, which you'll hear all about on episode episode 10 of This Is Your Strange and Beautiful Life, we had uh, 12 weeks of waltz. Yeah. But we also learned a bunch of different styles. We learned salsa. We learned uh, a little bit of ballroom dancing. We did some like more rockabilly swing type moves, Mm -hmm. rock and roll um so you guys could dance to this we're not good dancers. i think you're good have you seen us dance no well then you don't know oh well there's i'll show you the video of us dancing at okay. the at the ball so you I can think see be
0: good you wouldn't you you don't do you guys dance at home sometimes
1: uh, sometimes. Yeah, that's nice. I think like it's nice. I think it's nice to and dance. And also, we danced together when we went on a cruise together to Alaska. Oh, There was yeah. like a, there was a dance evening and I was like, can we go? And he was like, okay, fine. Okay. And yeah. He, he went, he, and we had fun and we became friends with another couple on the boat that was dancing, so.
0: Well, I think you're an excellent influence on Antoine. He's a good influence on me, too. I think that's, that's the way it works well. I think that's good, so. Wonderful. I would say people who have written the listener question go listen to episode ten. Uh, I think that might help your cause. Listen to episode ten. If you for didn't some listen to episode dating. ten for
1: any reason, please go listen. Yeah. To it. What are you waiting? What for? are you waiting please for? Please go do
0: that. Okay. So that this has been wonderful, Alexia. So I guess people are going to follow you at
1: Side, Side Alexia. Alexia. Are you writing a Fringe show? I am writing a fringe show. I was I'm tenth on the waiting list at okay. fringe, so I'm probably not gonna be in a show this okay. year. I'm gonna try to do early bird next year. We'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. Okay. I'm working on a on a solo show. I I'm gonna try to pitch for Confabulations May Show. Okay. So you could try to see me there. I've pitched to a bunch of shows and a bunch of podcasts. So Yeah,
0: she's busy busy. So I ke- am keep your eyes open. And if you follow me, I will plug everything Alexia does you sweetheart. With great enthusiasm. So that's wonderful, and you know we're doing this whole podcast in one shot, so we are going to wrap up. Like, this is going to be it for the whole episode. So, all I have to say. Do you have anything else you have to say? No, thank you for having me. Do we have any other sponsors that we need to talk about?
1: I don't know who. What? What? What are we eating later? Are we doing grilled tikka? cheese? We're doing grilled cheese. Yeah, this, this, this podcast episode. has been
0: brought to you by <laughs> grilled cheese. <laughs> I buy my bread at the bakery called Premier Moisson. I buy oh, bargain cheese wherever i can find it this i like a be strong delicious. cheddar uh, I agree. Yeah, we're going to grill cheese. We are not going to cuddle because we have not discussed that with our with significant others, others. And that's yeah. the only reason. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, this would be a cuddle fest. <laughs> that's it. So thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, all of that. Uh, leave th- a review as well. Leave an enthusiastic review. Slide into my DMs as long as you're not creepy, okay? Oh, slide into
1: mine too. I yeah, love talking to people. Yeah, slide into
0: DMs, not creepy people, okay? Yeah. Uh, not robots either. And... <laughs>
1: I don't think robots are going to follow that instructions. Oh, oh. <laughs> they're going to be—they're <laughs> okay. going to be like ah, whatever. Okay,
0: <laughs> Okay, we have to be nice to the robots. Okay, we love robots, and thank you as always to my darling big sister Tess Levitt. We love Tess. Yeah, check out the Big Heart Journey episode nine. Check out her Big Heart Journey. She is marvelous, making the world a better place. Thank you to Sherwin Tijia, my dear. Uh, what is who, who's? Oh, he's my most cherished friend, creative and technical advisor, and most cherished friend. And you can follow Sherwin at Sherwin's Quirky Events. He's going to be on the podcast this season. <gasps> nobody can wait, and
1: I can't wait for that episode. Nobody
0: can wait, and also the last thing is. Follow. Oh, thank, oh, thank you, you to dear, my dearly, dearly departed, departed aunt, aunt Eileen, Eileen Gunn, <laughs> Gunn, who's funded this exquisite podcast equipment. I know, <laughs> you're, I know your I know your message is by heart. You're That's like, how much of a nerd okay, I am. Okay, so how many people listen to the end? Please, if you listen to the end, slide into my DMs because sometimes I think only Alexia does. So, <laughs>
1: can I slide into your DMs? Or?
0: Yeah, every day I want you to slide into my DMs. <laughs> dog photos, like poutine photos, any of it. Okay. So thanks so much for listening. And one of the best parts is we're all going to sing the theme song wherever you are. Yeah, Yeah. So everybody sing along loud and proud. Here we go. This is your strange and beautiful life. Okay, bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you so soon on the other side, somewhere over the rainbow. Okay. See you on the
1: other side. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.